What you saying is you fucking. Man, you need to get the fuck out of my business, nigga. Hey, hey, man. That's what you need to do. Cause I'm getting tired, you can tell what the fuck I'm doing every time I'm doing something. Cause I'm not finna fake for these pack of wood. Get out of my business. Okay? Okay? Get out of my business, man.
and I had Steph record it. I had Steph record the video. <laughs> you see, Steph wasn't out there. You want to know why Steph wasn't out there? Because he was recording the video. And I paid TMZ about 25 grand. You know, I, I paid him 25 grand. Well, actually, I took 25 grand from them to get the video and to put it out to let niggas know I ain't no bitch ass nigga. And I don't, you know, I don't, you know, them light skinned niggas talk a little bit too much, you know. But this podcast signing out. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Put that nigga ass in the dirt. The pool party is officially closed, man. The pool party is no more. It, it, we got blood in the pool, man. <laughs> the sharks have infiltrated the pool party. <laughs> There ain't gonna be no more pool parties. The pool has salt water in it. Somebody done peed in the pool, y'all. This King Dona Sister, man. We got new music Fridays. Um, <laughs> the pool party is canceled, man. I swear. We gonna get into it. We gonna get hop straight into it before we do the mu- the moves, the music, right? Jordan Poole, goddamn, man. Hand down, man down. <laughs> hey, man, if you if you talking to a nigga that's known for uh you know trying to bully niggas, you gotta get your you gotta protect yourself, little buddy. Like that that nigga Draymond Green is a savage. He don't give a fuck who you is, your teammate or not. He gonna swing. Pushing that nigga's not gonna do nothing, man. You should have swung, bro. I mean, even if you can't fight, nigga, act like it. You gotta do. You got. You should. You should have did what uh, <laughs> what Eddie Murphy and Will Smith did. Back up. Back up. Buy your business. That's all. Buy your business. Nigga, <laughs> if you can't fight, just act like you can, bro. You'll get out of it, man. <laughs> I'm saying, man. You gotta protect yourself, buddy. For real, like. I ain't saying Draymond Green a whole ass nigga. I'm saying pick on somebody your own size, Draymond. Jordan Poole, like 6'3, a buck 60, man. Alright, fuck you, man. No, I'll just play, I'll just play. <laughs> oh man. But that nigga, man. Oh boy. So during the Golden State Warriors practice, I guess there was some trash talking going on between Draymond Green and Jordan Poole. And all of a sudden, Draymond got up in pool face. Pool was still talking shit. He kept his guard down. Pool pushed him off, hit him with that trav. Y'all don't know about that trav situation. Ah, gotta look up this video where uh, 50 Meek Mill and Trav, man. You know, 50 gave Trav the push of a lifetime. So, long story behind that. Different story, different day. But anyway, he gave him the little push. Draymond Green hit that motherfucker with a one piece. With a Popeye's biscuit, nigga. <laughs> no drink. No drink. The one hit a quitter. <laughs> Get your shit off, baby boy. You gonna tell me this little nigga's teeth is harder than your fist? <laughs> you gotta hit him in the nose or the mouth. Preferably the nose, because it's sore. <laughs> it's over then, practically, huh? 
what do I think about this? I don't know what Jordan Poole said to that nigga, but it had to be some personal shit that went too far. And I just found out that there is not going to be a suspension for Draymond Green. I don't even think he's going to be fine. Wow. Warriors organization is horrible, bro. <laughs> but, however, here's the thing. Yeah, this is going to affect Draymond's upcoming free agency. I don't think Golden State wants that nigga, going to want that nigga back. Especially for the price he's asking. And that's a huge part of why, you know, Draymond Green might walk in free agency. And I mean, good riddance. I mean, I feel like Golden State is getting younger. So it could be an out with the old, in with the new type situation. Maybe Kaminga could start in his place. And maybe they could sign another vet that does similar things to Draymond. Honestly, I think Golden State should trade him, in my opinion. In my opinion. I don't know where. I don't know where. But I would get something for him while I still can, you know, because he's going to. I don't think that Golden State and Draymond are going to agree on terms unless he takes a pay cut. And you know he's not going to take that after just getting that crazy, ridiculous contract back in the day. It ain't happening, Jack. You know what I'm saying? But, man, that is fucking wild. That is definitely crazy news, man. <laughs> Fisticuffs. Um, so we finally got to see Shade and Sharp last night. In full. I mean, they were playing one of those shitty international teams, so I understand how he got off. But we got to see the full spectrum of the game. You know what I'm saying? Him playing against, playing with his team, I guess. But that man had 27 last night. And it seems like he's got that pace game. He's not the fastest player on the court, and he's not slow. But he likes to pick his spots and taking shots and obviously he can he can jump obviously he's a dunker and a shot blocker so i mean portland might have got got them one with with him but wow all right man let's get to new music fridays man i know i wanted to talk about games and such but I think that'll be way too long. We just got to get to it. Quavo and Offset. I mean, Quavo and Takeoff. I'm sorry. God damn it. <laughs> I already got it wrong. Only built for Infinity Links. I should have played this shit at the beginning of the goddamn show. I'll whoop your head, boy. You know that I will. <laughs> That's what Drake Mott told I'll whip your head, boy. Alright, I might play that next show though. But anyway, right? Let's start off with two infinity links. So, Quavo and Takeoff, Def man, this beat is amazing. This is definitely one of the best beats that I heard this year. That, that beat is crazy, dog. And them niggas went ham on this song. Tony Starks. Um, that's, that was a dope pun. I put a hole in your chest like Tony Starks. 
even though K-Shine used that in the battle first. But I like the play, the wordplay on it. It's all right. Unconfused, Unconfused, Hotel Lobby. I didn't like the song when I heard it. I didn't care for it. What? It ain't trash. It's just that I don't care for it. Bars in the caption. Oh, man. They used the So Fresh, So Clean sample, and they killed that shit. They killed it. They killed it, man. I love it. See about it with mustard. Man. Fire. More fire. More fire. More fire. More fire upon dead. To the bone featuring NBA Youngboy. Ah, uh, this was okay. This was okay. Definitely a, you know, strip club anthem. Not Out. Um, that's probably the worst song on here. I was not a fan of Not Out. That shit was ass. Not gonna lie. Chocolate featuring Young Thug and Gunner. Man, this was fire. Fire, fire, flame. Fire, flame, spitters. Two thirty. I I I, <laughs> I get the concept. I get the title now. You know they talking about Percocets, Perk thirties. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I get it. I like the I like the uh I like the song. Look at this. I like the punchlines on this song. Mixie, um, it was okay. Featuring Summer Walker. That shit's okay. That shit's alright. Messy. Oh man. So did Offset clap Sweetie while he was with Cardi B? Damn. If this is true, wow. And could this be the reason why the Migos started to break up? I mean, obviously, the money and, and, and him trying to get the money right with QC because obviously... You know, in the beginning, the Migos, before Culture 3, was in a dispute with QC. And we can see who was leading the charge in that dispute. I think Quavo and Takeoff was supporting Offset, more so. But now, they're siding with QC. Offset is siding with Cardi, allegedly. But Messi... Wow, Quavo, you gonna dry snitch on your cousin, man? Damn, dog. Damn, dog. Nothing changed. Nah, this is a filler. Integration, I get what they were trying to do with the white pun, but I think it was just too overdone, in my opinion. Big stunner with Birdman. Dog, dog. That's a top 50 song this year, bro. This song is fire, fire. Probably my favorite song on here. Arguably the best song on here. Arguably. Us versus them with Gucci Mane. Another fire track. Hell yeah was solid. Tools was cool. All in all, Only Built for Infinity Links is a very fun album. Fun and enjoyable. It doesn't have any substance. It doesn't have anything personal. That's the only thing that the album was missing. But other than that, though, this album is one of the more fun albums. And again, they did the same thing that Tory Lanez did, which was, you know, 
put out an album after the summer. You know, it's cuffing season. You know what I'm saying? But this album is, ooh, next summer though. Ooh, this 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 is a this is a banger. Like this is something you play in the whip on the way to the club and something you hear at the club. So there are two more. I think I think it was like two more albums I listened to. Let's move on to this Isley Brothers. Hey yo. Let me find out Ron Ronald Isley is trying to get a whole new generation of, of people pregnant. I didn't even know that these cats released an album. And then they did it without Kales too, man. I'm like, damn, dog. Damn, Kales. Damn, dog. I miss Ron Isley and Kales together singing and shit. But anyway, right? Let's get it on. The album is called Make Me Say It Again, Girl. And let me tell you something, man. Ron Isley is an 80-year-old future, bro. And he got what he, he I think he married a younger chick too, man. I think she's like in her 40s. Ooh, Ron Isley, man. Ron Isley is a GOAT. Because this man has a hit in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, and the 2020s, nigga. You can't buy that level of longevity. Ron Isley got to be in somebody's top 10, 10 male R&B singers, man. He up there. He def he, I'm glad he got his flowers during verses. But let's get on to this album, man. Make Me Say It Again, Girl, with Beyonce. I guess they basically remade their song, Make, it say, Make Me Say It Again. I always thought that that song was called All I Need, bro, because I was looking for that song, like, forever. I never knew that that song was called Make Me Say It Again, Girl. Crazy. That's, just, that's a testament to how many hits they really have. Like, I got their greatest hits thinking that that was all of their hits. And then I look, and there's another Greatest Hits album that I did not have. And I'm like, God damn. But Beyonce adds her great flavor to, to this already seasoned turkey. Long Voyage Home. I mean, a lot of these songs got that vibe I like. You know what I mean? It's a certain sound that I like. Musically. It's genreless, but it's a sound that I like. But Long Voyage Home has that vibe. And it's live, man. It, it, this is a great song. Long Voyage Home. The plug with two chains. Ooh. Player shit. Player shit. Ron and motherfucking Titty. And Titty Boy. Definitely kill this shit. Sexy face. Yeah, this is a get you pregnant song. This is a get you pregnant song. My love song. Pretty solid. Not mad at it. Great escape with Trey songs. It's a duet that we didn't need, but fuck it. We'll take it. I'm happy that Trey songs got to work with them niggas. Last time, I didn't know Scott Storch did this shit, but great songwriting nonetheless. Keys to my mind with Taking Quay. Wow, this is a good cross-genre, cross-era type thing. But, man. Man, that song is crazy, bro. 
mind, man. They'll never be, dog. As soon as I saw the track, the track name, dog. As soon as I saw the motherfucking track name, I was like, oh shit, they remaking that? Oh my god. That's fucking fire. That's a great idea. And then you add Ronald Isley to There'll Never Be, a, the classic Switch song. Like, for real, for real. Yeah, I was excited, man. Elder Barge and fucking Ron Isley. That's a, that's a def, definitely a bucket list uh, collab right there. Bucket list level. I see they have 1,500 or nothing produced the majority of the album. Fire. Disappear. This is a good filler. This is solid filler. I like the concept of the song. Consolidate. Uh, well, here's the thing. I mean, this concept was already done by uh, Raheem Devon on Customer, right? Like, I get, I get the uh, puns and all that. Even though it was a little overdone, it's still a great song. I still enjoyed it. But, you know, I get it. He was making references to homes and business and shit like that and comparing it to women. I get it. The right way, I mean, it's self-explanatory, loving you the right way. Friends and family with Uncle Snoop. Hey, man. You know, Snoop just has that vibe, man. Snoop just got that vibe, good. Like, I love friends and family. Like, this is something you play at the cookout, at the picnic. This is the uh, um, Frankie Beverly and Mays joint of the album. You know what I'm saying? Biggest bosses with Rick Ross. Ron Isley was on some fuckboy shit. High level, high grade fuckboy shit, man, with Rick Ross. Ross clearly, Ross clearly, Ross clearly wrote this. This sound like some shit Rose would say, bro. I'm trying to keep it a beam, man. But I love this closer, and Justice League did the beat. All in all, Ron Isley and them killed this shit. It's definitely a top 10 R&B album. Is it going to be in the final six? Probably not. But I feel like um, Ronald Isley has not lost a step. Man, I, we, need, we need about 30 more years of Ron Isley, bro. Oh, mamas. I'm praying... I'm praying, man. Protect Ronald Isley at all costs, man. Last but definitely not least, I checked out Joyce Rice's new EP. If you're unfamiliar with who she is, she released an album last year called Overgrown. That's really good. I suggest y'all check that shit out if you like R&B. And I feel like she's an underrated, overlooked artist. And she released the EP, and the vibe is crazy. The vibe is crazy on her new EP called Motive. Now, this album has a vibe. Basically, it's like an Afrobeat vibe. 
but it's dope ass R&B singing and the beats on here are incredible. Ice T, great start off. Like it, it, it's produced by K Tronda, man. He's one of the more underrated guys in my book. This is a great song. This gives me, you know, her vocals is giving me that Brandy vibe. That 2000s Brandy. You know what I mean? Not 90s Brandy. We're not going to go that far. We talking 2000s Brandy. Full Moon Brandy. Spit. It continues that Afrobeat kind of vibe. This is like deep in the Afrobeat style. Fucking dope. Looking for you. Even better. Like, it seemed like the, 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 the music just got better throughout the project. My favorite track on here is Bittersweet Goodbyes. Bittersweet Goodbyes. It's up-tempo. It's got like a two-step vibe to it. Pace yourself. I mean, it's self-explanatory. On what she's talking about, pacing yourself in love. And that's another K trying to beat. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, this Motive EP, definitely among one of the better EPs. It's up there with Ari Lennox's EP, Away Message EP in my book. Definitely worthy of, of um, checking out. Um, but, be, but before I close it out, back to Podcast Green. Now, I heard there is a rumor out there that's flying that a lot of people are saying. Even Stephen A is saying this, that even though Stephen A been wrong a lot, but I'm hearing that if the Warriors cannot do a deal with Draymond, LeBron and the Lakers are going to pick him up next season. That's not surprising. He'd love to play alongside his buddy. But all, but that's my show. It's King Known Uncensored. New Music Fridays. The pool party is canceled. And I'm out of here.